to episode nine of the SoCo Show. This is Cody Michael. I'm joined as always by Seth Ott. I'm here. And we have a very exciting show for you. Uh, I've been waiting on this one for a while. We're going to have a very special interview later in the show with... uh, Lady Gaga. With Lady Gaga. (laughs) And after that, very good friend of the podcast, Jared Buckendall joins the show. Uh, We're really excited to bring you that interview. We uh, traveled to Des Moines last weekend where Jared lives and, and recorded on location and just had a ton of fun talking to him. So really excited for the folks at home to hear that one. Made us some delicious waffles. He did. Hell of a waffle chef. Yeah. Uh, Jared is. Yeah. One of his many talents. Jared the Pickle Buckendall. <laughs> You'll get that joke later on, folks. Um, it was a fun weekend. We uh, went up to Ames slash Des Moines, did a little bit of tailgating for the Iowa-Iowa State game. Man, hell of a ball game. Yeah. A lot, lot of fun. Um, oof. <laughs> I, I don't even want to talk about talk about it at all. <laughs> we did a long, long day of, of, of boozing. 20 hours. Yeah. Got up early, stayed up late. Uh, it was a full day for some old guys like us. But yeah. We had a lot of fun. And um, really, though, that I mean, that, that football game made it all worth it. Yeah. It, that was one of the best football games I've seen in a long time. Overtime loss for the Cyclones, which bummed us out. But mm-hmm. Uh, still a heck of a game. You can't ask for anything more than that uh, for the Cyhawk game, so mm. we were impressed. Hey, we want to get right into news. we got a few things to get to before the interview, uh, but we'll get you there quickly. Let's start in the world of video games. Video games! And uh, not a lot to touch on here, but we did want to mention a few games that are coming out. Uh, we're recording today on uh, Tuesday the 12th, so if you're listening to this, these games are already out. Uh, a few notables this week. Uh, some some sports staples and, and a couple new exciting ones. What do, what do we got coming out this week? Um, this week's pretty big week and for all for all the consoles actually. Um, for for I guess all for the Xbox and, and PS4, we got uh, M- the NBA games come out. Uh, NBA Live 18 and NBA 2K 18. Uh, NBA Live's kind of made a comeback recently. Um, I think it's doing pretty well because they keep making them. So um, they're reviewed decently well too. Um, Pro Evolution Soccer, which was uh, the original soccer game back in the day before FIFA. Um, they have a new uh, installment coming out. A lot of people will prefer that in, ter- in terms of like reviews, usually. I mean, I think more people, just like Madden or even you know like another game that comes out this week, NHL, people prefer the EA Sports games. But Pro Evolution Soccer is kind of like the more gamers soccer game. Um but NHL 18 is another one. They're, they've outlasted the 2K in the NH in the the NHL games. So that's the one we usually pick up. Um, not one though that I'm I'm gonna get this year. I don't think. I think it might. We didn't play much last year. Mm-mm. They haven't done much to change those games. Um, the gameplay has been pretty stagnant. Um, they're fine. They're fun. Um, but nothing for me to buy. So I maybe pick it up later when it's cheap. Um, the Switch has Metroid: Samus Returns, which is. Uh, I mean, it was a big game at E3. A lot of people are excited about that. Um, Metroid's a huge IP for Nintendo, one of the few. People so, love Samus. So uh, that'll be one that, that'll sell pretty well, especially with the Switch doing really well right now. Still can't find that anywhere. I've, I've seen it stocked at Target, our Target near us once. I, no, twice. I saw it twice. Um, and then the one I'm going to pick up, probably be a while before I finish it, but uh, it's called it's the Dishonored DLC, Death of the Outsiders is what it's called. 
it's supposed to wrap up the story. I think I don't think they're going to make any more. It's supposed to be the end of it. No. Um, it doesn't star any of it because the last game had the, the character from the first game. You could play as him or his daughter. Um, this one has another side character from the second game. Um, she doesn't have any powers though. She uses like souped up weapons and stuff. So be interesting. I'm gonna try it out. Hmm. Sounds pretty wild. Yeah. Sports. Let's turn to sports. Uh, we already mentioned the Cyclones falling in overtime to the Hawkeyes, uh, which bummed us out. But it, other than that, it was a good week for football. Yeah. Both the Rams and and Vikings pulling off convincing wins. Yeah. I think both both a good showing. I know I was very excited about the Rams, uh, forty six to nine over the Colts at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Goff looked really good. Gurley looked all right. Uh, the defense looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm an, an optimistic Rams fan this yeah. week. Uh, a lot of rumblings. Maybe the Rams are going to compete for that division. I don't know if I'll go we'll that see. far. <laughs> I'm cautiously optimistic for now. Yeah, that's the same thing I'm saying about Vikes. But yeah, you can continue with that. Yeah, but uh, no, it was just it was a fun game to watch. I, I caught the replay of it, and really just I mean the Rams just took it to them, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of football game you like watching. Yeah, uh, we caught the Vikes last night in primetime Monday oh, yeah. night. They looked good. They did look good. I, I was I was really excited. Um, definitely jumping up and down a few times. Um, yeah, definitely cautiously optimistic too. They, I mean, they started the same way last. Well, not really the same way last year. Um, there was some difference that encouraged me, but they started off five and zero last year. People had them number one in the power rankings. People were really excited, and then they went three and five the rest of the year. So, it's maybe they go six and zero before I get excited. <laughs> um, but uh, they, I mean, defense still outstanding, one of the best in the league. Um, the offensive line held up, and I, and it was against the Saints, who are a terrible defense, but. They still have some good pass rushers. Cameron Jordan's a really good pass rusher, so they, they held up. He only Bradford only got sacked once. He got hit maybe twice. Um, receivers look great. Running game, they had a running game this year, which is cool. I didn't get to see that last year. Uh, I'm excited. I, I again cautiously optimistic. They got a big test against the Steelers next week. So, oof. Yeah, we're gonna find out if the both the Rams and Vikes are for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rams have Washington, uh, so that'll be a tougher game for them. Uh, yeah, a couple of happy football fans in the oh, house yeah. right now. So, uh, and you don't get it's very rare that the Rams and Vikes went on the same. Yeah, I think it, last year it was because didn't the Rams go like four and one last year? They were three and one at one point. Three and one. So we were both real, cause, and then we were three and zero oh to start, weren't they? I think they were they were zero oh and one, and then won three straight. No, they were they won the first game. You were there. Oh shit! You're right. I'm thinking <laughs> of the previous season. Yeah, I think they were like I think they were three and zero. Oh. They might have been. They were. They. I mean, they. They started good. They yeah. had a good first four games or and so. We and we were. Then, we were both like, oh man. And yeah. then, then they the Rams fell off, and I was like, okay. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then, yeah, it all went downhill from there. Yeah. I don't know though. It's gonna be fun. Hey, NFL is back underway. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Oh man. yeah. Uh, we caught a lot of football games this weekend. There were a lot of good ones. Uh, we don't have time to cover them all, but uh, more NFL coverage to come uh, in the following weeks. <laughs> Movies. A couple, uh, a couple pieces of news that uh, are kind of connected, and, and I'll explain myself here. First of all, we mentioned last week uh, Colin Trevorrow is out as Star Wars Nine director. It was announced today on the twelfth that J.J. Abrams is going to come back and be. He's going to write and direct Episode Nine. Oh, it hasn't even written yet. Yeah. Wow. So he's going to write and direct Episode Nine. He, if you don't remember, uh, wrote and directed. Episode 7, The Force Awakens, uh, which I think was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Everyone I know loved it. So so really excited to have uh, Abrams back in the fold. Now, the bittersweet portion of that piece of news, I don't know if you heard this yet, um, 
The movie was set to come out in May of 2019. It's now been pushed back to Christmas of 2019. Oh, that's fine. So we got about a six-month delay again. Uh, I guess I'm okay with it, but, man, I just want my Star Wars as soon as possible, so that's a tough one to swallow. I, I saw a lot of backlash today on Twitter. People not like any Yeah, a ton of people. Really? Guys like Christian Harloff. Um, a lot of the Collider people wow. were against it. What was their logic there? They didn't like Force Awakens. Huh. They, they thought it was the same thing as um, New Hope. And uh, so a lot of people are, are kind of down about Abrams. Huh. We'll see. Well, I'm not one of them. Yeah. it's See, I, I figured that it'll probably be called uh, Return of the Last Jedi. Is that what this, this movie will be called? <laughs> uh, one other piece of movie news. Uh, no surprise here, I don't think. It was announced in the last week. Patty Jenkins is going to be returning to direct Wonder Woman 2, mm-hmm. the big sequel. Uh, Again, no surprise there. She did a great job with the first one. It was critically did really well, and box office did bonkers. Mm-hmm. So um, people are really excited for Wonder Woman 2, us included. Mm-hmm. I know you liked it, and so did I. Um, the reason I bring up these two pieces of news, because of the rescheduling of Star Wars, as of right now, those movies are slated to go up against each other. There's no chance that's happening. I Probably not. But can no you imagine that happening? I mean, it'd be great for us, but... <laughs> <laughs> that would be one hell of a week. Yeah. But it's not happening. No. There's, Someone's going to move. Yeah. Probably, it's got to be Wonder Woman, right? Yeah. Think they'll move back to Thanksgiving or something? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe do a summer instead. Um, speaking of that, that comes on a DVD next week. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. You get that on uh, 4K. 4K, oh there yeah. There you go. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. we're yeah. watching that one again. <laughs> Television! I want to move into TV, and there's really one piece of news this week. Um, you know, it's a time of year when a lot of uh, shows are coming back out, and we've been talking about those, and we will continue to do so in the coming weeks. But this weekend is the Emmys. Uh, we talked about, I think in our very first episode, some of the Emmy nominations. Uh, Seth, I know over the summer you've been kind of watching a lot of the Emmy-nominated things. So I want to pick your brain just a little bit, and I, I won't make you pick every award, but I'm going to ask for uh, about six categories uh, for you to pick winners. Uh, on some of these awards, and then uh, next week we'll come back and, and, and test and see how you did. Are you ready? <laughs> All right. So the, the one I think that is sort of the most the biggest award and, and the one people are most interested in typically is uh, uh, Outstanding Drama. And I know you've spent the last, like I said, the last couple of months watching a lot of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that we've got This Is Us, uh, Handsmaid's Tale, uh, House of Cards, and a few more. Uh, tell, tell me what, what you think... Um, what you think is, is going to come out on top here? Whew, this one's a tough one. Um, I think it's down for, for me, it's down to three. Uh, this Is Us, Handmaid's Tale, and Stranger Things, I think are the three. Whew, I think I would go, my pick there is probably This Is Us. Mm-hmm. I think that's my pick there. Um, I think Stranger Things is a dark horse, potentially could pull it out. I think they're my next one. But this is us is what I'm gonna go with. Yeah, no surprise there for me. I mean, you uh, you've told I've I still have not checked it out. I need to do so. But um, you were really uh, complimentary when you reviewed that show. Um, uh, go back and check that out in the previous episodes if you haven't haven't heard it yet from Seth. But it feels like Stranger Things came out forever ago. <laughs> I know it was it was a year. And I watched it six months after it came out. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's been a long and it was such a short. You know, mm-hmm. it was just a few episodes, so yeah. it does feel like such a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so next, uh, this is another one I'm really excited to hear from you about. Uh, it's it's outstanding lead actor in a mm-hmm. drama. Yeah. I know there's a lot of your favorites on here. Who, who are you picking? Yeah, and actually, there, a lot of the actors from the shows that are nominated actually aren't in there. Um, I mean, the ones I've seen are Bob Odenkirk, um, I'm not going to say his name, Milo, Milo, whatever the <laughs> fuck, 
Milo Ventimiglia. Sure. I think is how, it, I was corrected again this last week about that. Yeah. Kevin Spacey and Sterling K. Brown. Um, I mean, I, I, it's hard for me not to say Kevin Spacey just because Frank Underwood is one of my favorite characters of all time. But I think I go Sterling K. Brown. Um, he was my favorite part of This Is Us, and he was incredible. He cried on cue, like, just, it, like, amazing. Um, he's great. I would go with him. He's the he's the black character. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I've, I've heard, very <laughs> small allusions to kind of his arc in the show, and it yeah. sounds sounds really intense. It's deep. Uh, and I've heard he does a really excellent job. Yeah. I don't know if you're as familiar with the some of the lead actresses, but I'm sure you've seen a couple of them. Um, Who do we like there? So we got... Uh, the ones I've seen, Robin Wright from House of Cards, Elizabeth Moss, Elizabeth Moss from A Handmaid's Tale, and I've watched episodes of Westworld, uh, Evan Rachel Wood, who's a strange person, but anyway. Um, um, I, I think i got to go with Elizabeth Moss here, and I know that's that's only one of the few I've actually seen, but she does a pretty outstanding job. She, I mean, she's the best part of that show by far, and she's she's incredible in it, so I think I'd go with her. And again, uh, similar to we talked about Sterling K. Brown, I, I know that she has some very intense scenes in that show. Some of them pretty hard to watch. Oh, yeah. So uh, if she does win, I, it sounds like she'll have earned it. Yeah, for sure. So let's let's turn to the, the comedies, the more fun stuff. Let's go in reverse order uh, for the comedies and start with uh, outstanding lead actress in a comedy. I think I know where this one's going. Uh, I, maybe you'll surprise me, maybe not. Who do we got? I haven't seen as many comedies probably julia Julia dreyfus i mean she's the only name on here that i've seen unbreakable kimmy schmidt ellie kemper the rest of these shows are weird but anyway um yeah i'll probably go with her on this one and i i have seen beep so i can vouch for her i i as much as any season uh, she definitely deserves it again and she she's one i think the last five so Mm -hmm. um i i definitely will not be surprised if she takes this one again this next the next two categories are the ones that i'm most interested in um, because I've seen the most shows and I'm the most familiar with the shows and actors. Um, so for a lead actor in a comedy, uh, there's a couple of our favorites in here. Who do you think has the edge? For me personally, um, I mean, I've seen, the only ones I've seen out of this list are Donald Glover in Atlanta and Aziz Ansari in Master of None. It's hard to say. I mean, like William H. Macy's on there for Shameless, which a lot of people love. I'm, I'm going to go with Donald Glover, though. I love that show. Atlanta's amazing. Critics loved it. I, I know people are really excited about it. I still have not gotten to it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to. Um, I know I've got another year before season two is potentially going to come out, so I've yeah. got some time. But it would be really nice to see him win. That's a talented dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think just for me, uh, I'm pulling for Aziz because mm-hmm. he's one of my favorite guys in Hollywood. But uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if, if Glover takes it. Yeah. So those guys are both also on nominated shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, are either of those your pick for the top comedy? Um, oof. Yeah. I, and again, I've seen three out of the three out of the seven. It's hard for me to say Atlanta would win because it is more serious. It's really funny, but it is more serious. Um, you still got you got staples like Modern Family in there. Um, Blackish is also another one that I think is a dark horse that could win. Um, there's, a pun? there's no, there's no pun intended. <laughs> um, again, Veep is something that is always a candidate. Um, I'm going to go with Atlanta. You got Atlanta? Yeah. I, some part of me wants to pick Modern Family just because everyone fucking loves that show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm going to go with Atlanta. Yeah. I think, <clears> so I've, I've seen, uh, at least as many of these as you have. I've seen Master of None. I've seen Silicon some Blackish, Valley. Silicon Valley. Did you finish Blackish? 
Uh, no, I, I've done most of season one, and I, I really like that show. Um, but, you know, out of the ones I've seen, it's Master of None for me, but I also haven't seen Atlanta. So, um, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. those are those are the picks. I think I got the dramas pretty well, but the comedies are, I'm pretty weak in the comedies. Yeah, it's tough when you haven't seen it all, and it's so hard to watch it all. There's yeah. so much, just so much TV, so. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll be back. Actually, a little programming note here. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll review Seth's choices for the Emmys actually in two weeks. Um, I'm doing some traveling next week, so we're, there's going to be some crazy scheduling with the recording. And so we won't actually be able to review the Emmys until two weeks from now. So uh, next week you can still expect a lot of good fun stuff. Uh, we'll talk a little sports, uh, some movies. Yeah, I'll have we're, a movie review. I'll have a couple... Um, TV corners too. So. Yep, a lot of lot of good review stuff. We've been doing interviews lately, so we're gonna get gotta get back into the review stuff. Um, gotten a little behind on those things, so yeah. So all kinds of fun stuff next week. It'll feel more like a regular show. Uh, no interview next week, but uh, it, it'll still be a lot of fun. So I really am excited to get into this next portion. Uh, we're gonna cut away and get to the uh, interview slash conversation we did with Jared Buckendall over the weekend. And, and man, did we have a lot of fun with this. We talked oh, for yeah. a good long while, and uh, Jared's just the kind of guy you could we could sit and rap with all day. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you may notice a little bit of a change in our voices. Uh, we did this early <laughs> early Sunday morning after a long day of hooting and hollering and, yeah. and, and, uh, and boozing and singing. So I, had, I was... <laughs> should we get into it just real quick? <laughs> the, the So... Uh, yeah, obviously. So all I mean, we were out all day drinking. We we literally we cracked our first beer at about seven a.m. on a party bus, and then uh, <clears throat> and then we were out all day. We tailgated. We went after the tailgate. We went to watch the game at a bar. All this time drinking, we went to a barcade called Uptown in Des Moines. Then we then we took like a, a couple hour break maybe and had had some water, <laughs> and then started drinking right after that. The night ended up at a silent disco. Cody, you've done this a couple times. <laughs> Seth has not. Silent and, disco is the most fun. Yeah. Um, it's For those who haven't done it, because surprisingly a lot of people don't know what it is. Um, you So you go, I know they can vary a little bit, but you go put headphones on and music is playing. And the ones I've seen so far, it's three DJs playing separate music and you have you have a switch on the side of your headphones. And you can switch between the DJs and your headphones will light up based off which DJ. So it's associated with each DJ. And so if you don't like this, is the best part, because like at a club, you can't just switch off the song that's going unless they have a, <laughs> one of those uh, touch tunes. <laughs> um, but this place, you can just switch it off and it's incredible. Um, a hammer drunk B the, like the, the music, the different type of music was amazing. So I'm, and you can't hear yourself. I mean, it, it's 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 really hard to hear anything. So you're just screaming at the top <laughs> of your lungs these songs, and I my voice was was pretty much dead on Sunday. You guys should have seen Seth, man. He was in rare form, living his best life. Oh yeah. You never seen someone dance like this. It it, it was phenomenal. <laughs> so much fun. Uh, phenomenal. But we paid for it dearly uh, on Sunday morning, and you may be able to hear a little bit of that uh, in our scratchy voices uh, yeah. when we get to the interview here. So let's jump into it. Uh, we're going to get you straight into the interview. It's going to carry you through to the end of the show. Uh, a little preemptive thank you for joining us for episode nine. We'll see you next week. Uh, and here, of course, is the interview. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interview. 
Interview who? All right, we are here on location in Des Moines, Iowa, with a very special friend of the podcast. Uh, he's the host of Jared Buckendall Movie Reviews on YouTube, and you can find him at Jared Buckendall on all the social medias. Jared Buckendall joins the show. Hello. Hello, Welcome. everyone. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you. It was about uh, about time. You know, you had to hit your uh, seminal eight episodes. <laughs> And then you're like, okay, now we can have them on the yeah, exactly the podcast. Well, once you get eight, eight podcasts, then you can do whatever the fuck you oh, want. Oh yeah, so. true. <laughs> okay, yeah, is swearing okay on this? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh-huh. so I can say things like patootie and you know. Yep. Okay, perfect. You can save a JJ if you want to save a JJ. <laughs> I hope the JJs don't come up. We'll see. Or I hope Zero. they do. <laughs> so oh, what's your gosh. favorite movie? That's well, what we're gonna ask the you. JJ. <laughs> Number two. Pootie tag. You can't say pootie tag. Oh, okay. We're going to have to okay. bleep. I'm, okay. I'm going to cut yeah, that you're out. You're going to have to bleep. Cut that out pootie tag. <laughs> okay. All right. So you uh, you heard our last week. Uh, we interviewed Lindsay Monday. So you know the drill. Mm-hmm. We're going to we're gonna get the rundown of uh, all the four things we usually talk about. Movies, sports, TV, video games. And uh, so the folks at home can get to know Jared a little bit. We're going to ask you some of your favorites um, from each of those categories. So we're probably, I think, going to spend most of our time on movies. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll save that for last. Um, let's start, uh, sport. Are you a big sports fan? What are you, who are your teams? Unfortunately, I'm not. Not so much? I, I mean, I basically, I, you know, I graduated from Iowa State, so I'll watch those games, you know, basketball games. Uh, whenever March Madness is on, I'll, I'll catch all those games. Um, Super Bowl, obviously, you know, for the movie trailers. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I, I am not that big of a sports fan. So I can't really contribute too much to that topic. <laughs> Heard you like the average Joes a lot. The average Joes, yeah. yes, they're good. You know, they uh, they went uh, into the last round with the Purple Cobras. They, uh, you know, they fought hard, went into uh, overtime. It was good. It was a good matchup. Those Purple Cobras, man. I mean, they the Joes were, I think, just they were just happy to be there. Yeah, you know, that's and true. to be competitive. That's really all you can hope for against a team you know, like that. They just needed that publicity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I preferred Skills That Kills though. <laughs> skills That Kills. Dude, what about the She Molars? <laughs> What's the team where they uh, they're like lumberjacks? <laughs> it's just lumberjacks. <laughs> they say like these guys haven't seen a woman in five years. Timber. <laughs> I still can't believe that got made into a real show. And they had a dodgeball competition, and Skills That Kills was a real team. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, there were so many funny, like, when it was going through the matchups of all the teams, like, if you pause it and see the team names, it's like, what? I'm, I'm kind of impressed that we ended up on movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's going to be a reoccurring theme. So what's your favorite sports team? Dodgeball. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I, know, I know that you're a gamer. Uh, you've, done, uh, you've done some Twitch streaming yeah, in, yeah. in the past. Do you still do the Twitch? Uh, unfortunately I don't, you know, that kind of took up a lot of my time because I would come home and I would start at like six thirty, seven o'clock and then try to play for four hours. And then that doesn't give me much time to actually like put content and videos together. I think that, um, I mean, it'd be nice if I could eventually get back to doing some Twitch every now and then, but right now I'm kind of more focused on doing my reviews, you know, doing some other stuff, um, I don't know. It'd be fun to get back into that because I do I do love playing video games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, what kind of stuff do you play? Well, okay, let's see here. The first game I ever played was 
my oldest brother got a Super Nintendo for Christmas, and I was like, I, di- I didn't even know what video games were then, <laughs> and he plugged it in, and he had Donkey Kong Country, the oh, original, yeah. and I was like, I don't know what this is, <laughs> but I am hooked, because mm-hmm. you have a donk or you have a Kong riding a rhino through the jungle. I'm just like, I don't even know what this was, <laughs> but this is a thing. That's, if you don't, if you never heard of video games, and that <laughs> yeah. can <find> <laughs> Also, why is his name Donkey Kong? Exactly. <laughs> I think it's some sort of weird thing with the translation from Japanese. Yeah. I, 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 there's a reason. I don't know what you it is. So? I have to look it up. He's not a donkey. <laughs> I, as, I, as I was asking you if you're into games or what you do, I'm looking around your, your place here, and I see a Wii. Like there was a PlayStation. There's a Super 64 Nintendo. over here, yeah. a big-ass gaming computer. So, yeah, you play some games. I uh, just uh, just a few. You know, I dabble here and there. <laughs> but, yeah, no, the, the first thing was yeah, Super Nintendo. And then I think my most, the one system that I absolutely love and I had to go buy a new one was an N64 because I played Super Smash Bros. for hours. Like, I would come home. I remember in school we would have a planner, and every day – I would write down, go home and play Super Smash Bros. for 45 minutes. I would write 45 minutes because my mom didn't let me play video games for a long time because she's like, it's going to rot your brain. So she would set the timer on the microwave. Oh, my God. And I could only play for 30 to 45 minutes. So I would run home Super Smash Bros. for that long, and then the buzzer would go off, and I was like, okay, I can't play. But after a while, I did wise up, and she would always, I guess during that time, she'd be outside working on stuff. And I would go and pause the timer or cancel it out and start it over again. And there was one time, two hours had gone by, and she'd walked in, and she's like, why are you still playing video games? Like, There's still 20 minutes on the timer. So I hope you do go back to the Twitch, though, because I love seeing you get scared. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't do scary things at all, but yeah, when I would play PT and Outlast... Yep. Oh my gosh! Because have you guys played Outlast, right? Oh yeah, he played Outlast. <laughs> he won't. He won't play scary games. No. But he loves to watch other people play oh, scary so games. Oh, so much fun! So like you'd play, and then Seth would watch. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Yeah. When I bought the VR, um, I started downloading scary games, like and the kitchen and such. I don't. I don't know if that one. No. Um, the, the Resident for, Evil. Here they lie. Here they that, lie. Yeah, that was a fun one. And it was like a ten-minute, um, like demo mm-hmm. teaser thing. And there's a part where you walk into a room. And since it's VR and you have the headphones, it's surround sound too. So you hear a noise behind you. You turn around and there's a man with a pig for a head. Oh, no. And he's got a giant axe and he murders you with the... It's like you're supposed to die there because then you go into this like dream. Um, I was... I am a little... I There was some tears shed. I got scared so badly. This was the first time I was playing VR, and I got murdered with a fucking axe. (laughs) So when the guy swung the axe, did you, like, actively go back, like, fall down? Yeah. No, I got on the ground. ground. He was was in the veto position. (laughs) Um, I also bought last weekend for a bachelor party for one of our friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, I bought the uh, Pernal Activity game. (laughs) Oh, no. And that's just constant jump scares. (laughs) That's all it is. The entire time. Well, the thing is, like, VR is awesome. But, like, for scary stuff like that, like, you know, if you're just playing, you can click pause. Mm-hmm. In that, it's on your face. you got to close your eyes and somehow close your ears because it's coming at you. It's screaming at you. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. It's, also, it's, the it's controls so for it were awful, too, because it was, like, to move, you have the move controllers. Yeah. And to move, you have to hit, like, X and square. <laughs> like, That's so you're, going, you're just going, like... <laughs> If you could see it in third person, yeah, you'll you can only walk in a straight line. So you walk, and then you have to hit a button to turn your guy, 
and he turns like 30 degrees at a time. Oh, so you have to turn, no. turn, turn, and then walk through a door, which really sucks because like you'll walk down a hallway and it, you're already scared because you're walking down the hallway and then you've got a chick, chick, chick over to the, the room you have to go in. And there's it's, a little child over there. Yeah. Like, hey. Someone's in there waiting. For, and then you like try to turn and run and you're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's a sprinkler. Maybe that's why it's so scary is because the controls are so like, uh, you know, like the old school Resident Evil where like the mm-hmm. tank controls, they're yeah. just so terrible that that's kind of what makes it more difficult or you're scary. trying to get away and you're just like, yeah, you're like, uh. <laughs> I would no, love to see some third-person view of someone playing that paranormal activity game because it's, I mean, it's 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 like moving on a chessboard, is what it is. It's kind of horrible. Like you're like the person playing is in VR and then you're in VR watching them like, <laughs> with popcorn in like the stands. Like, oh. What are some of your favorite? Favorite? I, I would say the like the most recent game I went through and played all the way through 100. percent and I absolutely loved was Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, yeah. Have you guys played that? Oh, he I love that. Yeah, it's one of my favorite games. You'd go ahead and beat that one. Yeah, yeah I didn't man. do 100%, but I did most of it. Yeah, like, I don't know, something about it, like the kind of gathering stuff, mm-hmm. crafting, the dinosaur aspect, oh, yeah. like post-apocalyptic where it's like you're primitive, mm-hmm. but you're high- hunting dinosaurs that are high-tech. The story like, was really cool. Yeah, like that game really grabbed me. But before that, I don't know, I'll kind of just dabble in a little bit of everything. You know, I like to try to 100% stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, for example, like Fallout Four, that's, that's a big game. Yeah. That and be... I did actually go ahead and not the not the uh, DLC or expansions. I didn't one hundred percent those, but mm-hmm. like the main story and everything, I got all the trophies. And that game, I absolutely loved too. That was the first Fallout I'd ever played. Holy and shit! It was. I was. Wow. Pumped. How long yeah. did that take you? I mean, probably over a hundred hours. Yeah. But, Oof, I mean, I remember. God. I once I got that game, I would come home every day and I just plug that in i'd like cook a pizza and just eat like yeah i would set basically the timer yeah, damn yeah it. set the timer for 45 minutes <laughs> you beat me to it <laughs> i played a little no bit one's looking to turn it back and that game is pretty amazing mm-hmm. um i'm not big into the rpg thing but um but i've heard people say that like that's one of the best and they keep re-releasing it yeah they're doing yeah. the vr now yeah. for it which should be just nuts. that that would take yeah it's that'd only, be a process it's only on htc i think the vive mm-hmm but yeah, that would be insane. Yeah, so those are probably the most recent games I played. I mean, I'm definitely I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so I'm looking oh, forward yeah. to Battlefront Two because they're yeah. from what it sounds like they're correcting everything that they kind of did wrong with the first one. That mm-hmm. game was kind of garbage. <laughs> it wasn't great. There, yeah, there wasn't much content to it. Yeah. There was you know some some online stuff, but other than that, there was not much. And then you had to buy everything solo. additionally, so you spend a hundred bucks if you want to play a real game. Yep. That was that wasn't yeah. a smart move. I mean, it was they tried making a smart move for themselves, but it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can only sh- and you can only shoot so many stormtroopers before you're like, okay, give me something to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this one's gonna have a story mode, which I'm yeah. psyched about. From all, all like six movies, apparently. Yeah. and it's so, gonna actually be canon, seven. so like it's gonna tie in with yeah. everything else that's going on. Yeah. so that's pretty cool. That's gonna be so fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. It's almost Star Wars season. <laughs> It is. That's almost exciting. Less, I think less than 100 days till the, oh my gosh. Till the last That's Jedi. That's going to be the best. <laughs> um, we'll come back to Star Wars, I'm sure. What? Uh, okay, so what uh, What do you watch on TV right now? Uh, TV. Like, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'm one of those people that if there's certain shows, like for example, like Daredevil and mm-hmm. Defenders and stuff like that, I actually don't like to have anything else going on. I don't like to have a computer in front of me. I want to be focused mm-hmm. in on what the story is. So that's kind of... It's hard for me to actually like sit down 
and watch something because I want to be 100% invested in it. Mm-hmm. So I would say probably the last thing I watched was Ozark. Because, yeah, I forgot to ask you about that. Yeah. What do you think? I, I remember I'd heard good things about it. You had said that you had watched it. Mm-hmm. You had reviewed it on one of the earlier episodes. And I I really liked it. Good. You know, I thought that it was going to have a Breaking Bad vibe. And mm-hmm. it kind of did. But well. it was it was different. Mm-hmm. Like the first episode grabs you, you know, kind of like the setup. And then he has to go clean all this money. Mm-hmm. And then I remember I had like two episodes left and people were like, dude, you need to, the last episode in particular, mm-hmm. like you need to watch that one. And yeah, it, it ends in a crazy way and yeah. obviously set up for what, is there, do they have yep, season two they renewed, season they three? They got renewed, yeah. Both are just one season or? Just one, yeah, okay. season two. But yeah, for TV, outside of that, uh, that was probably the last season I had actually watched. I still haven't, you know, caught up on Defenders. Defenders. I heard Iron Fist was less than enthusiastic. <laughs> Yeah, he's not. It's not. Iron Fist wasn't great, and he was not great in the show uh, and Defenders. But I hope you skipped. <laughs> I hope you skipped my <laughs> review of it in the last pod or one of those podcasts I did because it's all spoilers. <laughs> Wait, it was. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, outside of that, Lindsay. From what it sounded like, Lindsay pretty much throws stuff at you guys and is like, "Yeah, hey, like more than we can this. catch." Yeah. yeah, she's got a lot of. Uh... And she's, Lindsay's great because she's, she's very enthusiastic with her recommendations for stuff. Mm -hmm. And she's been for years now, we've been doing this back and forth thing where like, she'll recommend something to us and we'll be like, ah, I don't, doesn't sound like my thing. So now she'll like have, you know, like you write a paper in high school and it's like, uh, intro thesis, three paragraphs, conclusion. (laughs) Like that's how she comes at us with with recommendations now. She's very, uh, got a good sales pitch going. Why you should watch. She's got a pretty good. No, we'll get texts that are like, like six texts. That really? It's like, here's why you should watch this. One, it's got hot girls. Like, that's how she <laughs> Big, bold letters. Hot girls. Say no more. Yep. <laughs> that's how she got me to watch Riverdale. She, I heard Riverdale was really good. It's cool. It's yeah. really cool. Um, it's, it, it, I mean, it, it's a CW show, so there's like, you know, it's, I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't blow my mind or anything, but the, the way she, one of the ways she got me to watch it was she sent me a, a picture of the two female leads betty and veronica and i was like okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm sold (laughs) so do you have like a like a favorite show you've ever watched favorite show i've ever watched i mean i seinfeld like growing Mm -hmm. up i mean we didn't have cable until i want to say i was like in eighth grade so we had five channels and seinfeld was on every night all the time parents watched all the time i've seen every episode probably 10 times I, like the frogger episode is one of my favorite ones where george is going across the he's street. got the machine yep <laughs> i don't know I, I would say that that's like one of my all-time favorites but i don't know other than that you know my little pony yeah my little pony that's an I'm i don't a, know I'm you're a brony i'm a huge brony so is cody <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait are you should we start another podcast jared bros, jared bros cody for bronies <laughs> I think there's something there. Stay tuned next week when our topic will be bronies. Maybe I could do a section, you know, a little, you know, he, Seth has his TV corner. I could maybe do there you a, go. a brony wrap-up or something. Here's brony wrap-up. The ideas are flowing. I love it. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm going to throw in My Little Pony every single week. <laughs> I did just, it last week, too. sneak it in. Yeah. So did you watch Curb? What's that? Curb Your Enthusiasm? No, I haven't because yeah. that's on HBO, right? Yeah. yeah. I need to get on all of those HBO shows because I haven't seen... A single episode of Game of Thrones, and <laughs> me either. 
yeah, people are like, oh, yell at me. Gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> There's these White Walkers and this guy named Lannister, and I'm like, okay, sure, yeah, <laughs> winter is coming, <laughs> and it's here now. <laughs> that's um, a, that's like the biggest criticism we've gotten for the podcast. They're like, how do you talk about TV and you only watch Game you of don't Thrones? No pop culture. <laughs> There's a guy that is in our fantasy football league. Yeah. We were in Vegas and he, uh, I was talking to all these shows and he listened to the podcast and he was like, how do you even talk about TV if you don't watch Game of Thrones? It's the best show. And this guy only watches Game of Thrones. That's it. If you ask it, it's almost like Breaking Bad was when it was on. Mm-hmm. Like if you tell someone you don't watch Game of Thrones, then you're an idiot. Yeah. You don't know anything. Yeah. It's kind of a tangent, but you you mentioned you didn't have cable till you were like eight. Oh man, or eighth grade. Eighth grade. Wow. You then you were timed on the on the video games. Like, feel like I've, did you not have like a ton of entertainment stuff around you? You're, like, you're, are you saying you're lucky? Are you not sheltered? A psychopath. <laughs> did you grow up in a bunker? You played with a lot of grass. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of outside. Um, I, I don't know, like. Saturday mornings, like five channels, you know, Saturday mornings mm-hmm. or afternoons, that's when TV, whatever was on TV for mm-hmm. movies, that's what I'd have to watch. And sometimes it'd be the same movies every single week. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, yeah, I would play my N64 forever. And then when I did sell that, you know, I would have a, I had a PlayStation 2 after that. Mm-hmm. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4. <laughs> I played that constantly. Like, I just feel like I didn't have much else to do so I would just play one game over and over mm-hmm. and like last last week when Lindsay mentioned uh, 007 Nightfire oh yeah same boat I played it constantly mm-hmm. like the same gondola level against computers <laughs> just yeah just tons and tons of the same thing over and over and over yeah. again enough foreplay let's give the people what they want we gotta talk movies man <laughs> oh yeah we gotta talk movies that movies what um <laughs> What, uh, God, you've, I mean, you've seen two million movies, I think, probably. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's jumped out to you this year? This year? Um, oof. I like going into movies where I don't really know much of it. Like, not, not seeing a trailer and going into that movie is maybe one of the most satisfying things, because I couldn't tell you. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what this is about. So, I would say Split. Mm. I had a sense of what that movie was. And I went into that movie, and I caught it one of the last weeks it was in the theaters, and I had, like, an audible, oh, shit moment, because I, did, I didn't know what it was about. I was like, well, okay, whatever, this guy is just a crazy person and has all these voices in his head, but it tied into something a lot, because, Seth, you, you have not seen this, right? I haven't right? seen it yet, but I know. I mean, okay. I've heard it a million okay. times. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything, <laughs> but yeah, that, that was one of the movies this year that I was like, oh, man, this, this is a good one. I mean, there's the Marvel movies, there's the superhero mm-hmm. ones, you know, those, I wouldn't say that those are really, like, thrill, I mean, it's a spectacle, mm-hmm. but you pretty much know everything that's going to happen, like, you know, there's going to be a big bad, the, the, yeah. the hero or whatever is going to win at the end, and then Thanos is going to be in the credits just <laughs> again, because he's like, uh, maybe I should actually go take care of these Avengers, nah, well, I'll wait three more movies. <laughs> Not job two. Yeah, Nut Job 2. That was actually a really, really good. Um, I think that it made enough money to make uh, Nut Job 3 around the rim. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that one. How long have you been sitting on that? <laughs> Three weeks. <laughs> around the rim. I'll say, I'll say this for Nut Job 2, though. I almost bought a ticket to the... I don't, I don't want to see it, but I want to go buy a ticket because the subtitle, Nutty by Nature... <laughs> Is one of the best things I've seen a lot. I just want it to have some money just for that pun. <laughs> <laughs> on the roof. 
No, yeah, it was funny because some a few people actually asked me if I was gonna go uh, review that one. I'm like, no, dude, like, like no. Emoji movie movie was just. Oh a yeah, joke. and see that's the thing is like, I went and saw the emoji movie and people were like pissed at me for spending money at that movie. I'm like, I had to do it. <laughs> Someone's got to see it and tell everyone else. Yeah, that's, that's God's yeah. work, man. We I'm, were never gonna go see that. Shit. <laughs> I'm glad you guys didn't because it was rough. But that, I think the thing that I loved about the Emoji Movie, which is a sentence I don't think I would ever say, <laughs> was my review. Because I could just shit on that thing. I could do whatever I wanted in that. I could make fun of, like, little skits and stuff. like Endless I puns. Think, yeah, I think seeing a terrible movie is actually pretty good because oh, then yeah. you can just make fun of it. Yep. I don't know. Well, isn't there a movie coming up that we're doing that for? I forgot what. Oh, Geostorm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we're Geostorm. so excited for Geostorm. Geostorm might make the least money this year. <laughs> it's too real now, though. Uh, yeah, it really is. That's, maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe they'll push it back uh, like they did. It's all a marketing scheme. Hopefully they push it off the exi- plane of existence. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like every like seven to eight, ten years or whatever, they have a, a movie like that. You know, Day mm-hmm. After Tomorrow mm-hmm. was like one of the last ones. Then 2012. 2012. Yeah, 2012. Um, yeah, Geostorm, but I don't know. Have you seen the, read the plot for that movie? Um, I've seen the trailer. Okay. I guess like, okay, there's, there's these satellites that control the weather, but someone kidnaps the president who has, is the only person that has the codes to these satellites. Like, <laughs> Gerard Butler's in it. Like, I don't know what's happening. How did he get wrapped into that movie? Yeah. There's, star- there's some stars in it. Yeah. Um, who's the guy Jim Sturgis is in it? Um... Is Andy Garcia the president? Is that who that is? I'd, I'd have to watch it again. I'll have to check, but there's there's some stars in that movie, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks so stupid. It looks like a it looks like a sci-fi. Yeah, movie, like char- yeah. Sharknado or whatever. Oh, it's it definitely looks like in the same universe. Yeah, it's definitely in there. You know, Ian is is it Ian Ian Ziering? Is he in Sharknado? I'm gonna stop talking. Geostorm is one of those movies where like. I was watching this trailer, and somewhere in the middle of it, they're like, "It's a, it's a worldwide storm." And in my head, I was like, "Oh, Geostorm." And then that was the, t- <laughs> and then that was at the end. It's like, Bwah! with the Geostorm title, and I was like, "You would be fucking kidding me! You couldn't have been more creative than me when you titled this movie." I love movies that are so on the nose about their titles too. Like, wasn't there a train movie? With uh, Chris Pine and Denzel, and it was called Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be called Runaway Train, but that was <laughs> maybe too on the nose. And there's definitely one of those like roll credits moments where, you know, they look directly into the camera and they're <laughs> and like, say it's, "It's a geostorm." <laughs> they do yes. it in the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> I love. Yeah, that's another thing is like when in an in a movie if they say the title but then like look at the screen and have a one second pause, that's. The most satisfying thing ever. <laughs> it's maybe a geo story. <laughs> um, so I don't know if we got an answer on the question. <laughs> what was I, I don't even know what the question what was. was. The question? <laughs> what was favorite movies? <laughs> well, you this said year. what was the most... Uh, Some of your favorites. Yeah, one of one of my favorites yeah. this year. Yeah, so I said Split. Um, Wind River. Mm. Wind River is one awesome. of the like I've seen that what three weeks ago or something mm-hmm. like that. That one was one of that's probably in my top five of the year. It was I didn't that was another one that I'd maybe seen the trailer once. Didn't know it was coming out anywhere close here because it was kind of a smaller release. Yeah. And, you know, Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen, the, it was a good movie. 
I just saw that last week because mm-hmm. um, you had seen it. Yeah. And I knew I wanted to see that. it, so I, I hadn't watched your review. I think I've watched it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Seth said it was awesome, so I went and saw it. That was really good. Mm-hmm. And there, there's like, I don't know, that's one of those, like you were talking about, I didn't know anything about it going in. I was like, there's going to be some snow, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and Jeremy Renner's in it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, that one was a really cool kind of indie find. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that it's, I think it's got a wider release now Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. than it did initially. But yeah, that's one I think people should go see. There's, a, there's like some gut punch moments in that movie where yeah. you're just like whoa yeah there was some uh, stuff I didn't see coming some stuff that you know might be a little hard for people to watch mm-hmm. but it, it ties in with the with the movie well so you said that's probably in your top five mm-hmm. split in there too split I, I might have to go back and you know reevaluate everything close mm-hmm. to the end of the year because I, I have a feeling The Last yeah. Jedi probably went <laughs> in there because um, I I love Star Wars and everything that they're doing even though people still say that The Force Awakens was just a remake of mm-hmm. A New Hope, but it's still damn good. Yeah, exactly. you can remake if you remake A New Hope, it's still gonna be damn good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the stuff. And unfortunately, I feel like I could just. I, I wish I could just turn off anything and everything I see on Star Wars, just so then I could go into that mm-hmm. not knowing anything on it. But unfortunately, that's pretty difficult to do. Yeah. yeah. But for my top five, uh, I'm a sucker for like musicals and stuff so like beauty and the beast plus i'm absolutely love emma watson so beauty and the beast <laughs> might be in there i don't know why but i just had a good i think it was like a just a blast of nostalgia because mm-hmm. i remember watching that as a kid all the time and then like seeing them translate it on screen with live action it was pretty mm-hmm. good i never saw that i didn't see it either yeah. i heard good things and it made an ass load of money yeah yeah it definitely did. beauty and the beast 2 next fall i'm sure yeah disney knows what's uh what's up with all the their live action stuff because i heard uh i didn't watch the jungle book i don't know did you guys see I that see one it. no I heard it was good though yeah i heard it was really good like the technology for it was insane but the preview or the first footage of the lion king is supposedly bonkers really yeah i haven't like, seen this like I they find took it. Well, I, I haven't seen it either, but I think they showed it at Comic Con. You could not do that with your hands. <laughs> <laughs> scared me. I didn't realize I was doing that. <laughs> You're just staring in my soul. <laughs> I can't concentrate right now. So, for the folks at home, <laughs> we're sitting around the mic, kind of all facing each other. And Seth is just. <laughs> Seth's making a peace sign <laughs> and resting it on his mouth. Like one would, <laughs> and making unblinking eye contact. I was really interested in what he was saying. I was really concerned about the, the Lion King, but but with doing a doing a, a licking vagina. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a vajayjay. Man. Yeah, there's a there's a vajayjay for the episode. Um, All right. But no, uh, John Favreau is doing that movie, and I heard that they took what they did for the Jungle Book and like upped it by ten times. As okay. much. Like it's insane because they showed the. I guess it was. I think it was at Comic Con. They showed mm-hmm. the uh, opening where they brought uh, oh, Simba and on Simba top of Pre- yeah, yep. Oh crap! And it's gonna it's gonna be good, but I don't I don't, I don't think that's till two thousand nineteen. I want to really? say yeah. It's a yeah. while yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm conflicted about that movie. Like I, I like nostalgia. For the most part, um, but I don't know. Lion King is perfect to me, and I just—they're not going to do it better, I don't think, in my opinion. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I'm definitely going to go see it. Mm-hmm. I like—they um, got Donald Glover. I think is he playing Simba? Yes. He'll probably do like the Matthew Broderick grown-up Simba stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
James Earl Jones is back, which I thought was a really weird choice to do for Mufasa. I mean, yeah. you can't have another voice for Mufasa. I but... know, he's so iconic, his yeah. voice. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see, but um, I just hope they don't fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. I think it's one of those things that they're like, okay, all of the kids that saw this when they were younger are now adults. Mm-hmm. And most of them probably have kids too. So let's reintroduce this to the new crowd or audience, you know, because... The, I don't know Disney they they're just like a money machine mm-hmm. with all of their movies because Lion King and then the uh, Aladdin is I, I'm really kind of oh, scared yeah. about that because I don't know there's everyone like with the backlash being like oh you're not getting the ethnicity that they need for the cast which it's difficult to do well and I know people are not psyched about Will Smith replacing oh, Robin Williams yeah. yep. which is one of those things where like yeah, like, that was obviously a really iconic role and stuff for Robin Williams, and mm-hmm. people are attached to that. And at some point, you do have to, ref- like, if you're going to refresh stuff, you have to make changes. Mm-hmm. That's just, you know, there's a new Joker now after yeah. Heath Ledger. So I think, I like Will Smith. I think he could be cool in that role, but it, you, there's no way to not compare the two. Mm-hmm. And it, there's no way it's going to stack yeah. up against the old one. I'm really concerned who, on who's playing the magic carpet in this one. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I'm really hoping Gilbert Goffrey's back. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he's the parrot in that. Uh, side note, have you seen that video of Gilbert Goffrey reading from Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. Have you seen it? No. It's oh so my great. gosh, treat yourself. <laughs> it's hilarious. Okay, so other than Beauty and the Beast, if if, if we've talked like all time. All like, time. What are some I won't make you narrow it down to one, but okay. like what are some of your favorite movies ever? Man, it's it's tough because, you know, it's like, oh, what's your favorite movie? And then it's like, well, I need a genre because each one, you know, different. Like, I do really enjoy comedies, and one of them that I watch all the time is Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I saw it at a certain time in my life that was perfect, and, like, all the jokes still hit, and it's just, I quote that pretty much weekly. <laughs> um, so Dumb and Dumber, uh, Out Cold, have you guys seen that? Oh, yeah. I don't know why, but I watched that. I watch that every year on Valentine's Day for some reason because I made some weird tradition. <laughs> that, that's that's another long story I don't want to get into. I, I want to hear it. <laughs> don't no no no. That, that's for another. That's podcast. off air. Yeah. That's... We can't. Well, no, we got to stop on this. You every Valentine's Day. <laughs> everyone else is going out for expensive dinner dates. Yeah. And drinking wine uh-huh. and fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you want to hear? You want to hear You're what I do? You're out cold. You want to hear? I will. I, okay. So on Valentine's Day, I made a tradition. Apparently, I would go and get a rotisserie chicken, <laughs> a bottle of wine, and watch out cold. How am I not desperately single still? No one knows. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's the funniest thing I've ever. Heard. <laughs> And now I can't stop picturing just you. Oh, yeah, For just... whatever reason, you're topless. <laughs> <laughs> You've just got chicken just in your butt. Chicken life. grease all over my body. <laughs> How cold is that? You're just like... <laughs> <laughs> this chicken's so good. The only thing I remember about that movie is that guy gets his willy stuck in the jeans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, which is... That's Zach Galifianakis. And no one oh, shit, knew that, and he was in... I remember seeing him in that movie, and then when he showed up in Hangover, everyone's like, oh, this guy's new on the scene. I'm like, 
I saw this guy in a movie ten years ago. <laughs> now I want chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got out of all that. <laughs> uh, I've never seen that movie. Chicken's good. Uh, otherwise, like, uh, the best movie, I'm trying to think... <laughs> So just dumb and dumber and out cold then. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Man, I I'm, go, I'm drawing a blank. I should have really written a list down, but it's just ones that like you don't see coming, like mm-hmm. jaw dropping plot point, like because there's so many generic things in movies now that you can kind of see coming. Yeah, if you're like a person who pays a lot of attention to movies and goes to a lot of them, mm-hmm. there's really not a lot that can surprise you anymore. No, which I think is why Split was such a treat because yes. we haven't had that in years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where a movie yeah. just makes you go, "Oh, damn!" at the end mm-hmm. or at any part of it. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good kept secret. I would say the within movie. the last, within yeah, the last year, another one that was really good that no, no one really saw was The Nice Guys. Did you guys see that? Oh one? yeah, that was good. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, and yeah, that one was a nice one because I think I I caught that one in. Uh, the last week that that was in theaters mm-hmm. as well. Those guys are really funny together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Is it Shane Black? Is yes. he the guy? He, that yeah. guy's hilarious. All of his movies have that like really snappy banter mm-hmm. and back and forth talk, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And they did a really. The, it's really weird that those two are a good comedic duo, mm-hmm. but it totally worked. Um, is that getting a sequel? They set it up, but I don't think enough people went to go see it. Uh, that yeah. I don't know if they'll uh, they'll do it. I'd like one. It's too bad. I would watch the shit out of that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, another one last year, and I might get shit on for this one, but La La Land was mm. was one of my favorite ones as well. I went into that, did not have any clue that it was a musical. I didn't know anything about that, so I was caught off guard on that one. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be weird, showing up to a musical and not knowing. Yeah. And then the opening scene, they, everyone's dancing in I'm the highway. Like, what and is like, ha- what what's the happening? Is this? Okay, I, I can get into this. I loved La La Land. I thought it was really nice. You didn't see it, did you? No. no. I wanted to. I liked it a lot. It was really fun. I like mm-hmm. musicals though, so yeah. Well, I know you're a Star Wars fan. Yeah. What uh, What do you think of of where they're going lately with with the new the new stuff? Like the fact that they're dropping all of their directors. That's weird, right? I mean, I think that Disney they they have a set guideline of what they want. Mm-hmm. Like in reality, they they know what their next ten movies are, mm-hmm. and they want them to be a certain way. They don't want to one like one individual line to contradict something that happened 10 years ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. I really like what they're doing because you know, I love Star Wars. I just want them to keep doing making more movies, but I also want them to maybe introduce new characters, mm-hmm. but I think that they're doing that in like Star Wars Rebels and stuff like that. And then once people kind of are wondering more about who these characters are, then that's when they're going to make a movie about them. Mm-hmm. But I was really because before Han Solo was announced, they had a Boba Fett movie or some sort of Boba Fett movie in the works. They were going to show the trailer or teaser at Star Wars Celebration. And then they, like a week before that, that's when they got rid of that director mm. because he did, I can't think of his name, but he did Fantastic Four. Trank? Yes. Yeah. And that movie was not good. Yeah, that was a rough movie to watch. <laughs> but I was really hoping, or what I want is basically like an Ocean's Eleven type movie but with bounty hunters, but like with the tone and the feel of the opening of The Dark Knight, where all of those jokers oh, are backstabbing yeah. each other, but with bounty hunters. That'd be cool. Like that, that would, would be, be awesome. Sick. Because I want to see, like in Empire Strikes Back, all of those bounty hunters that are in like 10 seconds of the movie, mm-hmm. I want to see all of them. I want to know what they are. Like that uh, Bach, I think is, gosh, I can't even, I'm blanking now, but the the dinosaur looking dude <laughs> wearing the space suit. Yep. I want a whole movie on him. He probably can't talk at all. 
He's just going to growl, but I want a movie all about him. <laughs> when they were doing shooting that movie in the first place, they're like, okay, we need some weird-looking guys. Yeah. And they're like, okay, just get a dinosaur head, put that, put it on that guy. <laughs> and now potentially there's going to be a movie with that All right, guy. there's this one guy. Let's just wrap toilet paper all around him. He'll be a mummy. We'll call him Dengar. <laughs> I think they got the actual mask from Teen Wolf and put that on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it might have came out before Teen Wolf. I don't know. But uh, with uh, the news that a, what an Obi Wan movie mm-hmm. slash trilogy is going to come out, I think that that Obi Wan trilogy. I would. They had rumors that it might be a trilogy, which I mean, Ian McGregor is like the perfect age right now to do three movies, mm-hmm. and it would perfectly if you were to tie up how many years are between episode three and is it eighteen twenty yeah something like that so like you could there could be stuff in there it just be you might be scraping from the bottom of the barrel mm-hmm. um, because he's obviously got to leave Tatooine to go do something because if he's just there in the desert for three movies it, yeah that'd be boring yeah, as hell. yeah. <laughs> just him cooking soup or something <laughs> I love Obi Wan though like I'm a I'm an apologist for the uh, prequel trilogy mm-hmm. I think I think it gets more crap than it deserves uh, but the best part of the prequel trilogy I think is Obi-Wan and Ewan McGregor he did an excellent job yep. like and so if they're gonna have him then yeah then I'm all for Obi-Wan and really any I mean there's nothing Star Wars that comes out that I'm not gonna go yeah, to yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing is like for the longest time I didn't realize that the the prequels were bad because mm-hmm. I would I watched the Attack of the Clones constantly mm-hmm. I watched the first one was the one that I never watched too much the Phantom Menace but the other two I watched all the time because like I said I didn't have cable so <laughs> I had to watch that but where do where do you guys want Star Wars to go like besides they're kind of focusing on all of the characters that mm-hmm. we've already seen like do you want something completely Bad shit crazy. Um, I think I you go first. No, well, I don't have a ton of a thought. I don't. I really like how they did Force Awakens because you had a lot of the old stuff and old characters and stuff, but they also kind of they kind of snuck in. I thought in a way they kind of snuck in Ray and Finn. Yes, and they were interacting with the characters you already knew, and so like now everyone loves Ray and Finn. But I think that they kind of like it was sneaky. They kind of secret agented them underneath mm-hmm. stuff you already loved. And I think that's a really smart way to do it. Because Star Wars is always going to be about nostalgia for almost everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, dads are taking their kids to them now. Or, or grand, granddads are taking their, their grandkids to it yeah. now. And you, you can't completely go away from the staples of the franchise, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you that they. I think they need to have new a lot of new characters like Poe and Finn and Ray I think are awesome yep. and it's going to be really interesting to see kind of where that whole story goes and now with like Luke Leia is going to be gone written off I'm sure mm-hmm. um, they're going to kind of start going away so it's going to be interesting how deep how farther how much deeper into the timeline they go with the new characters because in theory you know five movies from now there might not be any of the characters from the original trilogy yep. anymore Yeah. so <clears throat> It's really important, I think, that they do it well, and so far they have with with Finn, Ray, and Poe. So mm-hmm. I I don't know I I really like the Force Awakens, man. Yeah, I remember going yeah. to that. We've talked about it before. And You've it was, watched it like three hundred times. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah, I watched it once. I liked it. I'm not a huge Star Wars. Like I like Star Wars a lot, but I'm not like I'll see them all once. You know, I'm like not obsessed with them. Would you uh, Would you think of Rogue One? I was underwhelmed by it. I thought it was. 
very okay. The last like 40 minutes are awesome where everyone, yeah. there's the three different things going on. You know, they're trying to get the plans, the people on the planet, you know, shooting in the space battles. That's pretty awesome. Like mm-hmm. that's a Star Wars staple kind of with a bunch of different things going on at the same time. Rogue One, I thought, was <clears throat> was a good example of what I think Star Wars should do because it's it's not Star Wars. Um in that there's not you know Jedi and and the and Vader mm-hmm. and all that shit. Well, there's Vader, but um, it was a like a heist kind of movie mm-hmm. set in the Star Wars universe, um, which like they could do that with anything. They could make rom coms set in in the Star Wars <laughs> they, universe. They, they could, and everyone would go. And so that's why that's why this one worked for me. I think it because of the name Star Wars, it was really hyped and people were looking for Star Wars mm-hmm. and it wasn't that and I think that's why it wasn't as well received for I loved it I thought it was awesome mm-hmm. um, and I thought it had some really cool like the scene where um, Donnie Yen's character is gonna just walk across this field and get shot at by yep. a bunch of, and he's just saying I'm the force is with me and he just is repeating it, it was like a super like emotional scene for yeah. me at least and that's something you never got in any of the other Star Wars movies and so, that I think is a really good example. Rogue One, I liked it more than most people did. I think, um, but I think it's a good sign because they can just do that for you know, yeah. just set anything in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, and it could be cool. Yep. And I think, or I, I don't know. I I think that they're gonna do you know, uh, seven, eight, nine, mm-hmm. and then take take a break, mm-hmm. and then kind of have the the cast whoever makes it out age up a little bit and then come back. But between that, I'm hoping that they do kind of, you know, some one-offs. It'd be awesome if they went back to, like, Old Republic and did maybe a couple... Dude, if they did a trilogy starting there, that'd be really awesome. Otherwise, I don't know, with with, uh, Disney pulling all of their stuff off of Netflix and Mm -hmm. starting their own service, I think they have something planned Mm -hmm. for maybe TV shows or something. Mm -hmm. Because if there was a Star Wars TV show, sign me up. Like, I'm buying that service right away. (laughs) Hell yeah. There's so much. I mean, there's so much they could do. You could do Origins of the Jedi, Origins of the Sith. You could do like Sidious growing up. There's Plagueis. There's just so much freaking canon. Yes. Uh, that's out there that they could. I mean, there could be a movie. There could be a Star Wars movie every year for forty years, and they wouldn't run out of stuff to use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think is awesome about Star Wars. Um, I don't think it's awesome about Harry Potter. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which, are you a, a pot, are you a big Potter fan? I, I do like watching them. I mean, if you were to ask me a bunch of trivia, I, I could probably say no. I don't know <laughs> the answer because <laughs> there's people that know everything. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, in the third movie, what was on the nightstand of this person's thing in this scene? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I love watching those movies, but I think that the eight or the you know the eight books or eight movies. I mean, that that's good. Um, the fact that they're trying to make how many of those Fantastic Beasts? I think six. Be, yeah, six. Oh, they're making six. Five more, yeah. Because that movie was all right, but I don't know how you're gonna go six movies from there. Mm-mm. I feel like I, I'm excited for more if they do if they follow up with uh, the whole Dumbledore versus uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Griswold. I think his name is. Yeah. Because um, that's something like they hinted in the books, but this will all be like, you know. Did you read all the books? Yeah. Okay, so multiple you, times. that's that's maybe one of the things is like I didn't read the books, so there's probably a lot of context that I'm really missing. Cool, I think I think it'd be cool to see those two. 
And also, there was no nightstand in Prisoner of Azkaban, so. <laughs> <laughs> See, well, that's my problem. That's the one where they go back in time. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a werewolf. Time yeah. That's the best synopsis I've ever heard for that movie. They go back in time and there's a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm BD, uh, I need a job. I'm going to write plot synopsis. This is random, but there. One an account followed us uh, on on Twitter, yeah, and it was it's called like one sentence movie reviews or something like that, yeah. and it, all of them like put down the movies that they're talking about, and it was just like it, it, this isn't an ex- like an exact example, but it'd be like Wind River, more like Breeze. It'd be, it's like <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> breeze stream. Breeze stream. <laughs> Two out of five. <laughs> That reminds so way off topic. Uh, there's have you ever seen the Twitter page We Rate Dogs? No. <laughs> so, I feel like I need to. You, it's amazing. You send you send a picture of the dog to this Twitter yeah. page, and they'll write like a bio about the dog. So it's like Billy is a good boy. He likes to chase tennis balls and eat bacon strips. <laughs> uh, and then all the dogs have a twelve out of ten rating. <laughs> Every single one of them. Oh, like pretty much all of them. I think some of them go higher, but uh, that's a that's a really good Twitter page too. Okay, so we got to talk about the YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, congrats, yeah. by the way. You just went over a hundred subscribers. Is that yes. right? Yep. So that's amazing. Uh, how many reviews have you done now? You've been doing them for a few months. Yeah. Um. I think I started. It's been like four months since I started, and I want to say I've done over thirty actual movie reviews. 30 or 40, and then there's some trailer ones in there. I don't know, I'm kind of slacking on the trailer ones because there hasn't been any like great trailers come mm-hmm. out recently. But yeah, it was like on my to-do list for this year, and I've been wanting to do this for a while. Is just Because I go to movies all the time, and one of the things that people might think is weird is like I go to the movies alone. Mm-hmm. And people are like, why do you go to the movies alone? It's like, I can't talk to anyone during the movie. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. So the th- fact that I go to these movies alone, I don't have anyone to really talk to about this stuff, so I needed an outlet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, these reviews is a way to, like, be able to talk with other people, kind of express my thoughts on the movies. And honestly, like, I started watching Collider and those guys probably two years ago, and I'm like, this is what I want to mm-hmm. do. Like, I want this to actually be something eventually I can hopefully do with my life. Mm-hmm. Good shit. You gotta start. So, so, what was the thing? This is what I was. The, what yeah, I was, I was gonna ask because that. we had a similar experience with the podcast in general, and mm-hmm. then the YouTube's and stuff. Yeah. Where like you, you know, you want to do it for like a long time, and you're thinking about it. What was there a thing that happened that was like, all right, I'm fucking doing it now. Let's go. I think that okay. My original plan was to do it in March of this year because that was the month that had like it was a big movie every single week. You know, you had Kong Skull Island, you had uh, Beauty and the Beast, you had Logan. Logan, you had uh, Ghost in the Shell, which we, let's not talk about that movie. <laughs> um, so I wanted to do it that month. It came and passed, and I'm like, crap, I'm never going to be able to do this because I wanted everything to be perfect. I wanted to have a camera. I wanted to have a green screen. I wanted everything to be perfect. And then I think that when we had that Dub 8 show and I did that little video and uh, yeah. Nolan came over and showed me how to do a green screen, I think that that finally, like, something in my mind clicked, and I'm like, this is fun. This is what I want to do. And then my very first review was Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and I'm literally like, what do I do? Like, do I stand in front of the green screen? I'm like, whatever. Took two movie posters, put them in the corner of my room, I sit on the floor, and I just clicked play. (laughs) I had no script, I had nothing, I literally just rambled on, filmed it, 
And then I started editing it. And I'm like, this sucks. So I came home the next day and did the review again. So the one that you see now is the less terrible of the two. So that's saying something. <laughs> but I don't know. With things like this, and I'm sure with the podcast, it's like, okay, you want everything to be perfect. You want it all like you do, you, it's your first impression. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what? You just got to do it. Yep. Because yeah. you're going to learn. You're going to get better. It's going to come more natural. And now we wail on rock band drums. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do... Yeah, it was cool. We we saw your set a little bit ago. Uh, and it's just... It's fun in general to see, like, outside of what's in a shot. Mm-hmm. It's really cool to see, like, just a set. It, it's just fun. So it was cool to kind of see where you film it. Uh, <laughs> and now I'm always going to picture the whole room <laughs> instead of just the shot. Yeah. Which is great. There's going to be a TV. There's going to be a bed. There's going to be my clothes everywhere. <laughs> But all you see is the two movie posters. Yep. <laughs> but I still remember the day that you guys contacted me about doing something, like kind of collaborating. It was so funny because I had went out the night before. I was super hungover. <laughs> and I wanted to, and it was ironic because I was editing the, the review for Rough Night. <laughs> so I, and then you guys had sent me a big long text. I remember reading it. 24 hours passed. And I woke up and I'm like, did they t- ask me to join my YouTube channel or do something. So I went back to my message. I'm like, I, yeah, I guess they did. <laughs> so I had to think about it. I was like, yeah, this is a great idea, but I didn't know at that time. I don't think any of us knew exactly what we were going to do. Not uh-huh. really. Mm-hmm. No. Cause I thought, I didn't know that you guys had this podcast in the mix. Mm-hmm. You kind of were like keeping that a little bit secret at first. Yeah. I don't know if it was secret, but yeah, I mean, we just, we didn't know what we were doing. You yeah. know, we, 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 because yeah, I was a drunken. We talked about the first. There's a drunken idea. Oh, alcohol fuels yeah. everything. And so, uh, yeah, like we we had the the ride home was kind of a more solid mm-hmm. idea at the time. But yeah, that we knew. That was the thing we talked about. Yeah, we mm-hmm. were like, okay, we have this idea for these videos. Let's do it. Let's get them with Jared. And then once we did that, or once we got to talking about it. Um, we were just, we were big podcast fans. So like, we were like, okay, well, if we're going to be creating shit, let's also do a podcast. Mm-hmm. And so kind of both happened simultaneously, which was really cool. And it was good for us to be able to be a part of your channel because mm-hmm. you already have an audience and everything. Um, and it's been really cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we've already thanked you on our own, but so that everyone can hear, thanks for having us. <laughs> on the, no, on the, I, I think you guys, because you guys are helping me have like a little bit more content out mm-hmm. there. And then like, you know, we're promoting each other's stuff and man out there you you gotta be pushing it on people it, oh god it, yeah it's it's at first it was a little like frustrating because i was like i don't i don't want to be annoying but it's like you literally have to like tweet out every day be like look watch this mm-hmm. watch this watch this and then eventually maybe one person will and then that's the right person yep. mm-hmm. but yeah you guys you know you're getting all those porn bots on twitter to get some <laughs> followers so they love the so yeah they do <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to be honest, we love them too. <laughs> <laughs> no, YouTube is weird. Be- or, like all of this is weird. YouTube and podcasting and stuff is weird mm-hmm. because there's there's so much content out there in general, and to, to like try to stick out is weird. Uh, there's kind of a funny anecdote that like we've been talking about where we did. So we did our ride home from Dunkirk, mm-hmm. and we had uh, there was a tag on it on the YouTube for yeah. like britain and france 
and it has it has like ten times more views than any of our other videos. Yeah. And we're like, why the hell is this the case? <laughs> oh yeah, I remember you texted me one day about it. And I was like, I have no clue because I I went into it. I was trying to look at the analytics, and I'm like, the only logical explanation is we put France or French something in the tags, and them French people fucking love Dunkin'. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have um of the reviews that you've done mm-hmm. is there one that sticks out to you as like your favorite or that was the most fun to do uh i would say like i mentioned earlier the emoji one was just so much fun because i guess with my reviews i like to you know do the straight up review tell how i like what my feelings were about it but i also like to add in a little bit of humor and kind of like skits in there because like you said it's tough to stand out mm-hmm. from other people but yeah the emoji one ah, that one was just fun to do because you could shit on it yeah. <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> It's uh, adding the humor and stuff. It reminds me. It's kind of off topic, but one of, one of yours. Um, we were trying to play the Spider-Man one after saying, do you remember this? We were trying to play Spider-Man after, after saying it. And for whatever reason, we had to replay the beginning like a couple times. So you go, hey, Spider-Man. <laughs> hey, Spider-Man, swing the cranes over for you. And we had to play that like five or six times. <laughs> so we just kept going, hey, Spider-Man. <laughs> No, yeah, that's the funny thing is, like, the opening, I try to do something stupid, fun for, like, five seconds, and for some reason, I'm like, all right, we're going with Amazing Spider-Man 2, this has nothing to do with, oh, wait, Amazing Spider-Man 1, because yeah, yeah. that's the one where he swings the cranes over, this has nothing to do with the movie, let's just go with it. But then, the, like, another one that was completely random was, I remember I went and saw The House, mm-hmm. you guys saw that one with yeah. Will Ferrell, my review was, like, pretty short, and I'm like, what do I do for this? I gotta add something funny in here. And I'm like, oh, the movie's 88 minutes. Let's just add a stupid Back to the Future skit in there <laughs> of me saying the movie's only 88 minutes and then me dressed as Doc Brown and Marty McFly <laughs> saying something about the DeLorean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and someone commented and be like, I didn't even want to see this movie, but this review, the Back to the Future thing came out and I'm just like, I'm gonna follow this guy. <laughs> I love the cutaways. I think it's hilarious. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, like you said, you got to stick out somehow, and there's yeah. so many reviewers out there. Yeah. Thing. But the, cutaway, the cutaways are hysterical to me. The, the one, I probably lost weight. I laughed so hard. Your Logan Lucky review. <laughs> Wait, what are you doing that one? You talk about the Bad Brothers. <laughs> and it's cutaway with, like, this music. Shitty techno music. <laughs> with like bangbros.com. Yeah. I had to go and watch the video again because I missed the rest of it because I was laughing so yeah. And the funny thing is, like, a lot of my stuff is scripted, so I write these at work on Friday. <laughs> and if people were to ever get the script, and they're going to be like, why is this guy writing about porn and bang bros? And... But yeah, basically, getting, getting a subscriber on YouTube is like a miracle because there's millions of videos mm-hmm. out there. There's people that are way bigger than us doing stuff, and people mm-hmm. are like, well, I'm just gonna watch their opinion. Mm-hmm. When you started doing it, like it was in May, I feel yeah, like like yeah, that, that's like... that's when we we saw you at a party, and uh, we had like, you, I think I think I was like your 20th subscriber then, and yeah. now it's like 115 or whatever. Like yeah. that's that's still pretty impressive for just that short amount of time. I mean, yeah. four months. Mm-hmm. And I remember like I remember talking to you guys at that party, and I was like, oh, okay, I, this is the thing I do. It's public. Mm-hmm. I'm still embarrassed about it because like i'll go to like a wedding or a get together and people are like oh so i see you're doing uh these youtube videos and i'm like 
well, yeah. I mean, I'd rather talk about this than have to talk <laughs> about my job or how's life. Mm-hmm. You go to a wedding or something, how's life? How's it going? They'd be like, dude, stop. Mm-hmm. Got any plans for Valentine's Day? Uh, yeah, I'm actually watching <laughs> out cold. <laughs> I'll do a re- I should do a review where it's just me eating chicken shirts. <laughs> What's good about that is I kind of actually think you will. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, there's enough time between now and then that I'll forget. And then we'll oh, yeah. it's going to be hilarious. The Valentine's chicken review. <laughs> One of the things that has been really cool for us, and I'm sure you have it similar, is um, like friends and, and people that, that know you and... Um, watch your stuff and mm-hmm. they they want to talk about it yeah. and stuff like that is really cool because um, like for us like most of the kind con- and you you alluded to this earlier like if you go to a movie by yourself and you don't have anyone to talk to mm-hmm. and we've had the same thing where it's like we just talk to each other all the time it'd be nice for someone else to hear what we, we say so <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a similar opinion. yeah yeah, when, when we went to that one party, you know, it was like, a, what, a month, month and a half after I had started, and mm-hmm. we literally sat there talking about movies for like two and a half hours. Yep. Like, we yeah. were just drinking, talking about movies, like this one, that one, one's coming out, speculating, and yeah, like some people too have just jumped out, and it, you know, you just want to talk to people about what you're passionate about, and also like when people see that you're doing this thing on your spare, in your spare time, putting it out there, people are passionate about like what other people like. Oh, yeah put together like creativity and stuff mm-hmm. which is really nice because people like that i don't see watching movies that i know will come or text me out of nowhere and be like watched your review went to that movie it was great like thanks and i'm like that's awesome mm-hmm. yeah that's a really cool feeling i don't think i've had it but i know with you you have <laughs> what's that well like when river you were like you gotta go see one river yeah. i did and it was amazing yeah mm-hmm. that's a cool that's one a cool like with seth when you talk about tv stuff like I don't have much time to watch TV. I don't know how the hell you watch that much TV. Oh my god! When you said I'm hopeless single, yeah, the first, like one of the <laughs> like when you said that, I don't know when you kept track of how many shows you were currently watching. I was like, that's insane. That's a lot of TV. Yeah, it's it's, it's sad. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you guys a question. What is the? Do you guys have an end goal with this, or is this just a complete fun? Do you want this to eventually be like a source of income? Oh, that I would mean, be really sweet. Yeah. yeah. I, and I think that's where, for me, I, I don't know about you, Seth. Um, for me, that's, it would be really cool. Yeah. Um, we don't, at least I don't, mm-hmm. um, I don't have that as a specific goal. I just like making shit. Yeah. And see, that's the thing is like, everything needs to start. Like, if I tell myself I'm doing these reviews because I want it to pay off, mm-hmm. I'm, I've made like two cents on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to pay off. It's more of a thing. You do something that you're passionate about and then that comes later mm-hmm. by just happenstance. Yep. Well, and you know that you like it. You know, if if you do it for free, and and you like doing it, mm-hmm. then that's how you know you're actually passionate about something. Yes. You know, I mean, you know, if we got paid, we'd make ten podcasts a week if if we got paid to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it's just a fun thing to do. And yeah, if we ever make a penny on it, I will be it'll be the best penny I ever owned. But, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What about you? I don't know. Is that how you, Seth? Is that? It'd how be you think cool. About it? Yeah, I don't. I don't like. It's not like. You know, it's it's not like my end goal i guess i mean yeah. i guess i don't really have one but i mean it, it'd be really cool that'd be awesome i'd be pumped but it's yeah. not like what i set out to do it for no you know? no it's definitely it's just like one of those things that uh, from what i'm getting you guys sit down you have all these things you want to talk about you know you have busy lives busy weeks and mm-hmm. it's like this is the one hour two hour period that you can just you know your original goal was a joking go goal was eight episodes mm-hmm. 
I want it to be like 250. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. It'd be really fun to do like 100 is I guess so if I had like a goal it would be to do 100. Mm-hmm. And then our 100th would be like a big blowout crazy thing. Like yeah. with like a I don't know, like a live that maybe that's it. If we ever got to do like a live, live show. show, I think that'd be amazing. Yep. Because I just, fucking love live. It's shows. just our parents and Jared. Yeah. <laughs> I will be there. Believe me. And we would do it for those three people. That's what's cool. That's what I like. Is like we have pretty small numbers right now, but it's that mm-hmm. the people who do listen like it and talk to us about it, and that's what's cool. It could be twenty people or a million people. Um, but the fun, the funnest is like getting a text or something that's like, oh, that joke you made is really funny, or I loved the show this week, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's what I love about it, you yeah. know. Yeah, I, I just like it because we have this structured hour to talk, and then he doesn't talk to me the rest of the week. Which, <laughs> so now, now it's not spread out; it's just that hour, and I'm I'm good. I don't have to talk to yeah, him the rest of the week. Pack so. everything. So in. nice yeah. to just purge it all out. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that? So the three of us all have jobs that are um, boring. <laughs> <laughs> boring. One hundred percent. I I wonder if that I think. At least for me, and I wonder if it's the same for you guys, because of that, because I spend 40 hours a week doing something that's not, like, particularly exciting, mm-hmm. then it, I think it helps me be more creative because it's like, you know, I've just got to purge all this shit out of me in the hour or the couple hours that we have the mm-hmm. podcast or the, or the ride home. Oh, yeah. Um, so I actually kind of like that. I don't know if I would be as creative if your it job was the only was, thing I had to yeah, do. Yeah, if your job yeah. was creatively using those talents, you don't think outside outside of work, you'd be more like just chill. Kinda yeah. Relax, yeah. That's kind of how I am too is like if I don't do something, like if there's not a movie that I can review or a trailer or just putting something together, I actually start feeling like, ugh. Mm-hmm. You know, I just need to do something because, yeah, 40 hours a week, I'm pretty much just not enjoying life. <laughs> <laughs> But then outside of, and that's the thing is like, people are like, how do you have time outside of work to, you know, watch all these movies and do this stuff? And it's like, because that's what I want to do mm-hmm. with yeah. my time. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's an, just another sign of like, we do the things we love to do because like, yeah, you have to carve out time to go to a movie and then to record a video and then edit the video. Like you have to make it a priority if yeah. you're going to do it at yep. all. Um, but yeah, if it's something you like doing and it's not a chore. All right. You got any other questions for Jared? Yeah. Do we want to like talk about butt plugs or anything? Mm. There's, there's been a lack of. What's the best? When are the butt plug reviews gonna start? Um, I'm actually putting out a new series. Um, I got nothing. I, got, I was gonna think it's this like, Valentine's Day. It. Check out chicken butt plugs. With chicken butt plugs. <laughs> yes, they are edible. So <laughs> this year, though, if you're still in a relationship, what are you gonna do for Valentine's? Day? I couldn't tell you. This is go see Fifty Shades Freed or something. I don't know. <laughs> is that what it's called? Yeah. That's the third one, I think. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. those movies are ridiculous. I, I I guess my ultimate goal for going back to like YouTube and whatnot is just to get a bunch more stuff out there. You know, right now I'm kind of just focused on reviews, mm-hmm. but hopefully coming down the pipeline, like hopefully I'm back on this show eventually. You know, a couple down some couple of months down the road and then i can announce some stuff that i actually have coming out yeah but everything right now i have i talked to seth last night about it, and i don't want to come out and say anything right now but i have a bunch of stupid stuff that i want to do i just <laughs> want to <laughs> make sure it's 
perfect before it comes out. Yep. Well, I've, I've, I've known you for a long time now, and you have come up with some of the craziest shit. Yeah. And so it's no surprise to me that you got a bunch of stuff in the pipeline, and yeah. I'm excited to see what it My is. My brain doesn't work correctly. <laughs> It takes us, I think it takes a certain kind of brain. Like, the idea of a cutaway is so, it's in everything now. But the, 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 just the fact that your brain works that way, where you're like, oh, here's a cutaway I can do. That's a unique thing. I, don't, I think yeah. it takes a certain kind of brain to do that kind of stuff. So that's yeah. fun. Hopefully I answered all your questions, you know, you know. I have one left. Yeah, what's up? What's your favorite Halloween costume? Oh my gosh. Halloween, okay, when I was younger. <laughs> I don't know if we were. Oh yeah, like, you got I don't know if we were like deprived or something. I don't know. It was weird. So like everyone in you know class and stuff, you have the Halloween day where you dress up, parade around. Everyone has like legit costumes. You have the princess. You have Superman. Maybe a Darth Vader. I was not lucky, or maybe I was because when I was a kid, apparently I wanted to be a pickle. I wanted to dress up as a pickle. And mind you, it's not one of those like hot dog costumes that goes over you, but, it, uh, but, but like all green and a bean a pickle. It was a cardboard cutout <laughs> with my face, and I had to hold the pickle walking around <laughs> school that day. So you were walking around school holding yeah. the pickle? Yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is, yeah, it was just the front that covered me. So the rest of me, I remember I wore a green sweatshirt <laughs> and like green pants. <laughs> I will try to find a picture and send it oh to my you guys. God, that if I can get it, that would be incredible. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, was, was yeah, you said eighth grade, right? No, this was like seventeen years old. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. This was last year. This was last week. Second year at Iowa State. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's all, Pickle Man. That would be a great like adult costume. Well, now it, because could, it's hilarious. Yeah, you could double it as Pickle Rick now. Uh, Rick and Morty. <laughs> It was a really good organic. So we had, for the listeners, we had we had talked about the pickle earlier today, and I'm really glad that Seth found a, a really organic and smooth way to fit that into the conversation. That's what I'm about. I'm, I'm so subtle. <laughs> well, now that we got the pickle in, um... <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we want to thank you, man, for for coming on the show with us. Uh, we've been talking about doing this for a while, so it's good to finally get you on and. and pick your brain a little bit uh hopefully we'll get we'll get you on plenty of episodes to come talk some movies um you got anything you want to plug uh tell the folks uh, where they can find you no i would like to thank you guys for like including me on in on this you know and just kind of like collaborating together you know pushing each other's stuff out there that's, that's awesome fun. um it definitely is getting views and people mm-hmm. followers or whatever but i don't know i'd just like to Say check out my YouTube at you know YouTube dot com slash Jared Buckendall. Um, also on the social medias at Jared Buckendall. <laughs> um, I actually also just got a new Facebook page. You can find that. I think it's actually like JB Reviews or JB Movies or something. I don't know. I couldn't use my actual name. Um, so yeah, all of that can be found on YouTube. But yeah, go check out that. Drop me a follow. Subscribe. Do all that stuff. It'd be nice. <laughs> Very yeah. nice. We're gonna link to all that in the description so you can go find Jared. Um, and he's always posting great stuff. So uh, make sure you make sure you give that stuff a look, a look and a listen if you haven't yet. All right. Well, that's gonna be this week's show. Be sure to join us again uh, next week for episode ten, which is crazy to say. <laughs> um, the usual stuff. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe. Uh, you can find us all over podcasting and on YouTube. 
So uh, make sure you check us out on all those. But until next week, this is Cody Michael for Seth Ott and Jared Buckendall signing off. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.